All right, welcome everybody to the What the Hoops podcast. Um, this is episode two of the What the Hoops podcast, man. All things OST 24-7, all things hoops. Man, we appreciate you guys listening to the first episode uh, with Brandon Robinson. Second episode, I have, I'm here with Jared Jones of Northwestern University. And, you know, take a quick break and listen to the interview I have lined up. I'm here with Jared Jones, Northwestern men's basketball. So, uh, first off, thank you, Jared, for sitting down with me. I won't, I won't disclose our location. I'll just say we in the Bat Cave somewhere. Um, but I want to just take the time out and say thank you for sitting down and, and being on the second episode of the What the Who's podcast. I, I really appreciate that. And and oh, no problem. Man. And you know, uh, just quick bio, break it, break it down for us. Um, well, I go to Northwestern, um, 19, birthday, well, I'm not 19 yet, my birthday this Friday. Um, Happy early birthday. Appreciate you. At the time of this recording, my birthday was on Monday, so we September babies, yeah, we're, you know, Virgos. Sure. Virgos, yeah. That's right, so we, you know, happy early birthday. Yeah, um, I played at McEachern High School, I recently just graduated, went to Northwestern, um, I'll be playing this upcoming 2019-2020 year in the Big Ten. Looking to do big things, and man, that's that's you 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 had a pretty great resume. You ended off your senior year with the with the undefeated record, right? State championship. That's very impressive. And I always joke when I used to talk with your dad. I'd never forget when we were following you guys during the season. I'll never forget this moment. It was at the end of you guys winning at City of Palms down there in Florida. Mm-hmm. I remember doing an interview with you, and I posted it on you know on our OST uh, Instagram. And you looked me dead in my eyes, and you said we were going to go undefeated. You said that was the plan. Yeah. And I, I, I'll be 100% with you. I looked at it because I knew the schedule y'all had coming up. I was like, I don't know. It's going <laughs> to be tough. But needless to say, y'all did it. And I mean, I knew we were going to go undefeated. We just uh, we were putting in a different amount of work than everybody else was. You know, I just felt like. I just felt like at the time, just nobody's matching our energy. Nobody had our chemistry. So I felt like on the court, even if we were down 20 at the half, we would come back and win. And that's how it was going to be for the whole season. We were going to win every game because that's what we had our mind set on doing one game at a time. And like you said, y- y'all definitely did it one game at a time. And you, right. you never looked too far ahead. Once it was behind you, it was put in the past. You focused on what was what hurdle that was in front of you guys. But – Real fast, just want to take it back. Like, you know, talk about some of your, you know, how you kind of fell in love with the game of basketball at a young age and, and just talk about some of your influences on that gave you that you had during the game of basketball. Well, um, at first, I played football when I was a little younger. I was about like, I was about like five or six and I was playing football and, and I had so much energy because my, my parents would put me in sports because I had so much energy. <laughs> so if I wasn't in sports, I was doing something bad. So they put me in football and then football was like, I was just too big to play in, in the weight divisions that I was supposed to play in. So they put me in basketball and that's just how I fell in love with it because I just like putting the ball through the hoop. So, you know, and I wanted, I dreamt of dunking at a young age. So I was just like, yeah, I'm, I'm trying to dunk. So. That's what really made me fall in love with basketball. Like growing up, where were some of the, you know, players or people that you kind of looked up to uh, when it came, you know, to basketball? Um, well, at the time, Dwight Howard was uh, on the Magic. I just really looked up to him because I was like, I'm a big man. He's a big man. I'm trying to be athletic like him, too, because he dunks a lot. And it's just like, man, like I really love his game. I love the bronze game, too. Carmelo Anthony was one of my favorite players at the time. He still is now. I don't care if he's not in the NBA. <laughs> still the greatest scorer. Don't so, have me. Look, look, we, we can have a whole nother discussion <laughs> about that. But so you was a big, let me say, you was a big fan of Hoodie Mellow. Yeah. <laughs> Hoodie so, Mellow not even the best Mellow, though. I, look, look, that led me to the next question. I'll, we'll go on that real fast and we'll go, off, go back to the subject. But right. Who's... Which version of Melo is your favorite? I'll tell you mine, and we'll we'll we'll, we'll discuss. Olympics, Olympics gold medalist Melo, it's the best Melo. Well, I think we both agree on that. That's yeah. the, <laughs> Olympic Melo. I think we both agree. Best best Melo. That's the Ever. best Melo, definitely. I say Olympic Melo 
I go Olympic Mellow, High School Mellow. No, excuse me, Olympic Mellow, Syracuse Mellow, and then High School Mellow. That, yeah. I go those three. Those Nuggets, are my top three Mellow. Nuggets Mellow was different though. He, he braided braided Mellow. Braided was, Mellow was different. Though. <laughs> he definitely was different. Can't forget about him. I, yeah, he was dunking on folks. Then yeah. I give you credit. He was I remember he got on Paul folks in, <laughs> Splash. He got Paul Millsap. Real good. Terrible. I remember that. Terrible. I was like the beginning of the season that year that yeah. I, I do remember that. But yeah, yeah. But back to like you said, some of the influences uh, that you said. You said Dwight Howard. Said Carmelo. You said uh, LeBron. And yeah. and like you said, kind of getting into middle school. When did you kind of notice like okay, I could kind of do something um, with this basketball thing? It was. I think it was fifth grade going into sixth grade. Um, I came up here, so I wasn't even living up here at the time. I was living in Jacksonville, Florida. And I came up here a lot because I knew Atlanta was like the spot for basketball. It's been the spot, but people weren't really giving it just due. But I I knew it was the spot. So I went to Clay Dade's um, middle school camp, National Middle School Camp, I think it's called. It's at Swanee, at the new new Swanee. um, Mm Mm-hmm. What is it called? Sports Academy. Sports Academy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the All-Star Sports Academy, mm-hmm. whatever it's called. And, you know, Cam Reddish was there. Um, I don't know if you know what Ladarius Marshall mm-hmm. is. He was there. Um, Drew was there. Drew Drennan. Everybody was just like, I was like playing against elite players. Mm-hmm. And I was like, she's like, like, I'm actually doing good at this camp. And I'm playing against dudes that's like really good. Because I didn't know at the time. Like, Cam was really good, but I didn't know he was going to be, like... Blow up, yeah. I didn't know he was going to blow up like yeah. that. I knew he was going to be good, though. And then I, it was Ladarius Marshall. He played a big man. He was dunking everything in seventh grade. I was like, <laughs> oh, my gosh. Because they had the seventh graders wearing black jerseys and the sixth graders, or coming up sixth graders, wearing orange jerseys. JoJo Toppin was there. Like, it was a lot. It was really fun. But that's when I knew I was really going to be, like... I could really be good if I worked on it, so... So that it was that camp, and then John Lucas International Middle School camp. Mm-hmm. That's when I knew I was like I could I could be really good. And then talk about you know kind of transitioning into high school and and you know some of the things that you kind of you know realized as you you know ninth tenth grade and then so on and so forth. Well, I think uh, from elementary to middle school to high school, it's just like there's like something different like. Within every level, every level that you, like, rise to, there's different. There's a difference. So, like, from middle school to high school, the players are more intellectual and they're stronger and they're grown men. Then when you get to college, it's just, like, everybody's grown men. Everybody's smart. Everybody scored 40 at their high school. Like, everybody's good. Everybody was top dog. Everybody's good. And it's, like, you're not playing against – you're not playing against, like – you're probably playing against really good players and you're playing against pros. So, it's, like, really good players and pros every night. So, like from from middle school to high school, it was just really like speeding my game up mm-hmm. and playing stronger around the rim. I think that's what that's what I really need to work on. And everybody remembers, you know, you were on that Pebblebrook team mm-hmm. um, your sophomore year. Yeah. And everybody talks about you know the time you kind of played with Colin. Just talk about you know that that time and playing with with you know Colin that we see on TV, you know, and kind of blew up. Just talk about. How you guys' relationship was, and just how it was playing on that team in general. Uh, you know, Colin. Colin's a dog. He, he. I feel like he. I, I bit some of his mentality, trying to be a dog, trying to be like play hard all the time. You know, because hard work, like nowadays, it's like a, it's a talent. People see it as a talent. So you know, if you work hard and you have skill, you'll be great. And that's what I learned from him. Um, playing with him was really like. Fun playing with that whole group, Mervin, Drew Drennan, um, who else? Uh, Elias Harden, uh, Mervin James, everybody. It was just Dante Spin, like yep. Messiah, Jalen Harper. Like it was just like we rolled up like under them. So it was like it was crazy playing with them because I was so young. But it was like it was like man, like. Am I gonna be here for the rest of my <laughs> high school career? Like I like this. Like I like right. like that's when I really like got into playing, like got into my game. Like right. th- what I knew was gonna be my game, and it was just a lot of fun playing with them. It yeah. was a great chemistry. It was a great team. Because I definitely remember, I remember seeing, um, seeing you guys play at hoops giving, and yeah. that's when I kind of like I had heard rumblings of I I would always look at the you know the ranking board right. and see who all was 
you know, what talent we had here in Georgia, where they were, you know, considered ranked at and stuff like that. And right. I saw you started to kind of blossom up on in there, and I saw that name. I was like, okay, well, let me play, you know, close attention. And that's when you kind of was put on my radar as far right. as, you know, you, you know, your talent and your skill. And, man, I just remember that, that hoops giving game, man, was – when I was playing against, that was uh, that was crazy. That was a crazy game. That in my was school career. <laughs> that game was like it was if man. Uh, shout out to Chris that runs that uh, hoops giving event every year, yeah. man. And that atmosphere, I still say that, that was probably one of the best games I've ever been to too. Like as far as the hype, the right. build up, the matchup, and like all around, it did it, it never between, disappointed. Look between that game, between the IMG Pebble game. And the McKeecher and Holy Spirit game, those were the two, like, craziest games I ever played in my high school career, in my high school career. Mm-hmm. It was crazy, man. It was like, I was playing against Emmett, <laughs> Isaiah, Sosa, oh, the Sosa. Sosa. Like, you're, you're talking, who else? Who's the guard uh, that went to IMG? Um, I mean, he, he still goes to IMG. Oh, my man. Oh, but he left, he goes to, like, USC or something now. Uh... God, what is his name? I see his face is right there. Super athletic. I cannot think of his name right now. Oh my God, what is? I see his face and everything, but you can go ahead and go. But I, I man, it's gonna look. It's gonna pop up to me it's towards like the, the end of the Devontae thing. Or something like something that. like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, it was just like the whole team was athletic. Whole team on the rim, and it was uh, <laughs> it was crazy. It was a great game though. It was like a lot of fun to play in, but at the same time, it's a lot of fun to like. See where your game is at, mm-hmm. playing against like the elite of the elite, you know. Yeah. So it was, it was great, man. Like playing with them, it was awesome. And I know towards the end of that year, you kind of you know suffered an injury, and mm-hmm. just kind of talk about that. I know, I do remember. I know I was at another game, but another co-owner of OSC Twenty Four Seven, Courtney. He was at the game that you guys uh, that you played in against Norcross, and mm-hmm. he noticed that at first you didn't play, and then all of a sudden you kind of you know you suited up and played. Okay. Just talk about you know that how you ended that season and, and kind of you know the injury kind of happened too. Um. Well, it was against the Duluth when actually. That's right. Happened. Yeah. The, okay. That's right. I went up like we uh, everybody's playing good, you know. And I went up on a fast break trying to block a shot. My knee like did something funny like kind of like so, it's so so I had a lot of subluxations in my knee like mm-hmm. and for anybody who doesn't know what that is it's like a dislocation in your kneecap but it like pops right back so it dislocates and pops right back in and that would happen to me a lot but it didn't happen like on that kind of scale because that was like a right. severe torque that mm-hmm. I did in um in the loot in the loose game so after that it was like I stretched my tendon out so much that it was just like they, they got to like repair it so basically, what I did was I was like, I made the decision. I was like, well, I have a summer. I mean, I know this was my summer that I felt like I was gonna blow up, but you know, I'd rather do this right now and yeah. try to make the push to get back ahead than then, yeah, force it and not be able to play basketball for the rest of my life. So, right. so I just went ahead and made the decision to get the surgery. Um, sat out for like a six months. I came back in my third month post op. Mm-hmm. Like from surgery to to the third month, I came back, but it was a little too early, so I didn't right. play. And then that's when I just started like hooping and you know getting back into it. It was a lot like it was a lot of mental struggles. I was about I to ask, to. what was what was some of the things that you had to kind of get over to get back into that? Um, well. You know, shout out, shout out to AOT first because they really like kept me in it. Travel with, uh, let me travel with them and still be around basketball. You know, uh, Damon, but Damon, he um, he helped me out a lot. He he rehab with me, took me to the pool. You know, Coop helped me rehab a lot. Taya Cooper helped me rehab. Um, you know, and everybody was just like on my side with the uh, surgery. They was keeping me up. It was it was just real, a lot of love from that group of people, mm-hmm. and I always remember that. So that's what helped me through it. My mom, my dad helped me through it. You know, my dad helped push me through it. My mom just helped me keep my energy right mm-hmm. and helped me stay close to God. You know, it was, yeah, it was it was good though. Just um, experiencing experiencing that mm-hmm. because you like realize that you take a lot of stuff for granted. Yeah, <laughs> and you take basketball for granted, like that sprint that you don't want to run, just run right. it because right. 
when you're sitting when you're sitting in your foot or your knee or your ankle is messed up move. even if you got a sprain it's like damn i want to run dang i want to like i want to be out there with them and i can't and yes. take that for granted so just you got to keep pushing and you know kind of talk about that transitioning into you know coming over to you know McEachern and 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 uh just talk about that we'll talk about this, the magical run that right. you guys uh went on um it was just more more or less getting acquainted to the style of play cuz it was it was different like with Pebblebrook you know well it was similar but it was different at the same time cuz with Pebblebrook it was more like we would play we would play half court and we had like sets and we would actually run sets Whereas with McEachern, we didn't really run sets. We were in read and react offense. So it was like, I'll set a screen and then it's kind either, of the defense gave either whatever the yeah. defense gives us is, is what we take. So, And we really capitalized on that. But, you know, that's that's really the difference between those two and me transitioning to McEachern, really learning how to read and react to different reads that we have in offense and even on defense. Yes. So, like, the guard funneling the funneling the guard to me, and I'm blocking the shot, or the guard, I me mean, not helping just the at language, all. Yeah, the, yeah. Lang- the defensive language. Yeah, and, defensive yeah. language, like not even speaking it, just knowing, like, all right, right. I'm not gonna help right now. Exactly. He got it, or I need to help because he doesn't have. Like, got you. And like you said, I know that junior year, it kind of, it kind of didn't end the way you guys wanted to, and, right. and you know, it was that was another great game. It was another the Norcross and Keetran right. game at Norcross. That was probably another one of the top games that I've been to mm-hmm. um, since I've started, you know, covering high school basketball. So those are one of the, another good experience. But talk about, you know, that game as well, because that one was another one of those ones like, all right, this can't happen again. Right. So um, to, to be honest, from 11th grade to 12th grade, the seasons weren't much different. We were just more experienced. So like. 11th grade we went to we went to um city of palms we played really good in city of palms but we lost because we weren't experienced and we didn't have that chemistry of the team we had great chemistry but our chemistry wasn't like even when we're down we still together like right some we, we would still like kind of get down on ourselves we still be together all the time it's just we get down on ourselves sometimes that we extra keep weight. on pushing yeah, yeah. and you know, like the difference between eleventh grade uh, Norcross McEachern game and twelfth grade McEachern Norcross game is Norcross is a great team and they have a great coach and they know how to push the score up really early and they know how to punch their uh, their um, their op- uh, opponent in the mouth no, really yeah. early and it was more or less like oh okay eleventh grade we didn't punch back we just kind of laid down because yeah. we we figure oh, all right. We gonna come in and we we gonna win easy, and we got punched in the mouth. We didn't know how to react because we had had it so easy. So that game, well, for me personally, I'm gonna speak personally, then I'm gonna speak for the team. That game personally, it made me hate losing because <laughs> I didn't like how that felt. Right. Like, cause that game. Yeah. It was so like. Like it's one thing to lose, but to get punched in the mouth and right. then not even kind of fight back. It's right. like okay, yeah. It's like. They almost like, like you know how bully takes a kid's lunch money and then he just like walks away like, dang. Nobody gonna say nothing yet. Say, yeah, like that's how it was. And even their their crowd was even cheering like overrated like. Yeah. And that's what really got to me. And I was like, yeah, this can't ever happen again, bro. Like, <laughs> this can't ever happen again. So the difference between eleventh grade and teacher and Norcross game and twelfth grade and teacher Norcross game is twelfth grade and teacher Norcross game we got punched in the mouth. But we came back because we weren't like, like even I'm not even gonna like put it on me because I know I hit the three threes, but it was a whole team because Isaac was getting a lot of rebounds. Sharif was facilitating the heck out the ball. Q and Island were making plays like they were really into the game. Everybody was into the game, so we all like, we all were like, yeah, it's okay, y'all, y'all could be up right now, but we're gonna come back and we're gonna win. It's all right, and that's what we did. Like. Yeah, they got the one haymaker, but then we got we got a little jabs, we got yeah, little jabs. Yeah, yeah, we made yeah. them tired. We kept yeah, on jabbing the whole yeah. game, jabbing, 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 yep. until they just couldn't keep up with us anymore. So that's 
I feel like that's like we knew how to react to certain games. So like some games we had to jab, some games we just had to punch them to knock them out. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like that comes uh, from like you said, that comes from that experience you were talking yeah, about going through the things that you guys kind of went through in the previous year. And yeah. then, like you said, when you guys came back your senior year, you pretty much had the core of mm-hmm. the guys that you practiced with and right. played with. So I know a couple seniors graduated, but mm-hmm. that's still the core of your the core nucleus of your team was there, you know, the next year. And then I wanted to just go back to the the national schedule that you guys played. Just talk about how that went towards your, you know, mentally and then physically, because you guys pretty much did like an NBA schedule, mm-hmm. an NBA type schedule. You were flying in and out next city, you know, one city right. here, one city there. Really didn't get a chance to, you know, be home, what, what two and a half weeks or so, right. something like that. So right. just talk about how that was. Um, it was it was really good, actually. It was a real good experience. Mentally, it was it took a toll, <laughs> a, a very big toll. But at the same time, it's just like, man, if We're we take this thing yep. run one game at a time, we could really do something special because it was like, we people have had schedules like that but they haven't like prevailed in schedules exactly. like that like yeah. we have yeah. and I feel like that's the difference the difference is me like all the older guys me Sharif Isaac Allen Q Jet that we all like made it our goal take it one game at a time Tom, yep. keep it keep it going keep it um, keep it where like in this one game we take it like we took it one game at a time. In the game, we took it one quarter at a time. time yep. When each quarter. Broke everything down. When each yep. possession. Like, yep. we just broke it down to, like, details. And that's what yep. that's what I think helped us the most. We paid yep. attention to our details. Even though we would mess up a little bit, our mess up would be squashed by a million great plays. Right. So, it's just like, I feel like that's what the difference was between us and other teams. I'm not gonna like toot toot my own horn and say, "Oh, he's the best high school team." Like I'm gonna let other people say that, right. but at the same time, I feel like the difference between us and other teams was our detail, our attention yeah. to detail was just on point. We just making sure we paid attention to detail. Our game plan, we made sure we had it down pat. Like we literally had a game mm-hmm. plan. People thought, "Oh, they never run plays." <laughs> da, da, da. Like, yeah, I, we, look, I, I was one of those, and I, yeah. when I would go to you guys' practice, following you guys. I was like, okay, they do. I look. I yeah. start. I was going half the offense too. I right. so I know. I know. I was like, okay, they ran this play, that play, like Texas. I I started right. learning all the plays. UCLA. I started learning everything. And they, and they were like reading react plays. Yep. So it wasn't like a play a where set, okay, yeah, I pass yeah. and he goes sets the screen, yeah. comes off the screen. No, yeah. it was a all right. I'm gonna set the screen and you got you you learn options, every option. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just the option play like. You, you make whatever read you can and you get the easiest bucket. So yeah. Isaac might be back door on Texas and then I roll or Isaac might set the screen on Texas. I might be back door catch the yep. lob or you got Q in the corner so you facilitate they're going to draw in on Sharif. Sharif's good because they know uh, Sharif knows if they not if they don't guard me I'm going to lay him. <laughs> so Sharif goes to the basket. If they guard him up too tight pass it to Q or pass it to Allen. Mm-hmm. Good shot. Or you pass it to Allen you dribble to the basket Allen cuts gets the easy layup like and what I always loved about you guys, watching you guys, because I saw you guys at City of Palms and stuff, even with the shot clock, right. you guys still was able to run the, I call it the delay, uh, the, the uh, delay Utah. offense, yeah, the Utah offense, Utah. The, the delay offense, even with the shot clock, you guys were still able to kind of spread, yeah. you know, break teams down, right. and then get to your get to your zones and get to your spots in the paint, especially Sharif was good at that, mm-hmm. and he would get it to you guys down low, get it to Isaac going, get it to Q get it to Allen, get it to everybody. But it was just a way that you guys kind of, and I think, like I said, that accounts to you guys being able to know each other for so long. And, well, not even so long, but just a short period of time, but build that chemistry because who can really, you right. know, build chemistry in two years, essentially. But, like I said, it just came from you guys being so well, you know, close and connected. And that's one thing I respected about you guys is, first, you guys were a public school. And no yeah. offense to all the, you know, the uh, private, you know, private prep schools, I call them, but, you know, they can get guys every year, and you guys, you know, did it essentially with the homegrown talent that has been there, you know, together, and right. and you be able to go on that run. And I'll say it on record, that was something I'd never seen before. So I would say you guys are the best team in the history of the state of Georgia, like your coach said during one of the games, I, going undefeated like that. I think essentially put you guys in the record books because I remember in the championship game, 
they they uh, honored the other undefeated team mm-hmm. that went uh, during halftime. I remember you guys had a long halftime, right? And uh, but they went over to them, and then I'm I'm you know reading all the hearing all their accomplishments. I'm like, yeah, that's cool and all, but they ain't playing on that, no national schedule. Right. So no offense to them, but I mean, of course they probably wasn't you know thinking about going to national schedules and stuff like that. But but the schedule that you guys played and you actually you know went I call it the gauntlet. You guys, you know, caught all, Marvel reference. You guys got all y'all the Fantasy Stones and y'all right. went through the gauntlet and, you know, and achieved, you know, something that I don't think. That's really what it was. <laughs> too many other people. I ain't going to say too many other people because you never know. It might happen, you know, for, you know, a couple years from now. Heck, it might happen next year. You never know. Right. But I just say you guys, what you guys were able to do. And I'll be the first, like I said, like I said earlier, I didn't think it was going to happen. And I was surprised, you know, being able to watch it, you know, along the, the timeline. Mm-hmm. Of everything and and you know kind of went and I know uh, segue into the next uh, subject. I know you guys you, we talked about the the Norcross game and uh, just talk about that feeling after you know winning that game because some feel like that was the the seven A state championship game. Some yeah. a lot of people felt like that and and it's not to discredit you know Meadow Creek, but it was just the the rematch of like you said getting punched in the mouth. And we have a chance and an opportunity to to, to get our revenge. And right. just talk about what you were feeling. Um, I felt really like before the game. Of course, I was a little nervous. I was like, despite what happened last year, I was like, you know what? We got to change that. Like, right. I'm not going down in history <laughs> as the team that kept on coming second right. to across. Right, so, right. My thing is, I was like. We got to, like, show them different this year. A lot of people are doubting us. We got to prove them wrong. Like, there's a lot of people. I'm not even going to name specifically, but not even people, just, like, other high schools. I'm going to say that. <laughs> other high schools that really didn't want to see, see us win. Like, and no, but, like, a lot of people didn't want to see us win. A lot of people did, but a lot of people didn't. <laughs> and it was just like. That's true. <laughs> yeah. You know. Like this, this is the game where we show them that right. we're better. We're we're not what you think we are. Like you think, oh, they're good, they're they're straight. Nah, we're different. Like we're a different type of team. And y'all gonna see that. And I feel like that's what our whole team had in mind. Like we gonna show them that we're different. We're gonna yeah. show them that, like, we need to be put down in these record books as right. the best team. And that's what we're that's what we were gunning for. Like within the season. Within our mind frame, we're like, we're trying to be the best team ever. So that's what we're going to do. And we're going to make sure we do everything to be able to claim that. So before that game, it was just like, this is our stepping stone. This right. is our platform. To, this is our platform yeah. to take that, to take that, um, to take that title. Because, mm-hmm. you know, we lost them in the previous year. Yep. And there are certain points, like even within your own personal personal goals like there's that one thing that you messed up on before right and that you gotta like get over conquer, yeah, conquer yep time. like you said following the whole falling off a horse analogy facts you know you keep falling off and you're gonna get back on or you're right. gonna you know run away and not you know get back on the horse so i understand that yes right and it's like and now that now that you say that i just thought about it technically what sophomore year you guys lost to uh norcross yeah. too so it was ever like since, and ever yeah. since i've been here yeah personally speaking That's ever since i've been here i just thought about that Ever since I've been here, and I think I was having a conversation with somebody about like the KD, KD going to um, Golden State after he lost yeah. to Golden State, and it was like ever since I moved to Georgia in tenth grade, <laughs> I've lost to Norcross. Norcross, <laughs> I've lost to Norcross in tenth grade and eleventh grade, and yeah. I was like, I'm not losing to them again. <laughs> like, and and in my head, I've been like, oh, I could have went to, I could have went to Norcross, but what, what would that right. have done for me? Right, I wouldn't have like, I would have just baby myself I would have not pushed myself to to be the best I could be so mm-hmm. I was like all right I'm going to McEachern because that's you know that's where I felt like I needed to take take my game to be able to you know blossom the way I wanted to so I went to McEachern 11th grade we lost 12th grade I was like I'm not losing again right. like that's a no-no like if, if I lose I'm not eating tonight like that's <laughs> how like, I would have been sick if we lost so I was like that that's not like you see two, um, you see two roads, and you see the road where you lose, you see the road where you win, and you see you that the fork. future. Yep, you at that fork. Yep. Yeah, you almost have that one split second in time <laughs> when you're just in your mind, and you see that future. Yep. 
and I didn't even see a future of us losing because I didn't want to see it so bad. Because if you think I that, like, it may happen. So, yep, yeah, stay so, positive and focused. Yep. So I just stayed with the mind frame. I don't care what happens in this game, we're going to win. Right. At the end, we're going to prevail, and that's what happened. So, I mean, I feel like, shit, that's, that's just what I feel. That's just what I feel <laughs> like, man. As long as you think about what you're going to do, and as long as you keep in mind what you're going to do, you're you going to do it. Yep. So, like I said, and then transition into that, that championship game, and as you just talk about what some of the things that you remember from that, from the championship game, and... And talk about that final reward as you guys kind of, you know, the buzzer sounded and you got your your first state championship with an undefeated season. Um, For me, it was almost like, and I, I couldn't say this during the season, but I can say it now. <laughs> when we beat North Cross, like, I felt, I felt fulfilled. Like, right. after we beat North Cross, I was like, the weight, yeah. Yes, and all the weight like fell off me, and then I was when we got to that championship game, I was like, oh, we got another game. <laughs> we got another game, and like towards towards the end, it was like at the end of that state championship, it was like, man, like this is poetic. Like right. we really just went undefeated in one state. It's like a lot of people were talking down. Like we really, they really didn't want to see us do this, but right. we did it. Like. We did it like nobody can take that away from us. We actually did that, and it's like people. A lot of people say, "Oh, like you know how they try to say schools recruit and yeah. schools do this and this and that." Yeah. Like, no, bro, we did this. Like, right? We didn't pay no refs. We didn't do none <laughs> of that because we got some terrible calls. Oh yeah, the they, the refs did try to take control of that game. Facts. And, and it's a it's a lot of games where we got some terrible calls, and we still came out on top. So I just feel like. You know, like, at the end of that state championship game, it's just like, man, finally, man, like, finally. And then, and then, though, like, the year that I do it, my senior year when I'm about to leave, I do – I we get the, the undefeated season and we get the state championship and we get the ring. And it's just like, man, finally, man. Like, <laughs> sheesh. Like, I'm glad it happened like this because if it didn't, man – we didn't have some problems. Right, man. to put in all that effort and yeah. then get to the state championship and then it's like, ah, uh, but like you said, to, to, to win it and then get the monkey off the back. Right. Like you said, that was McKeecher's first for the boys' side. They've been winning plenty of them on the girls' side. Right. But like you said, it was the boys' first and then you guys' first, you mm -hmm. know, state championship. So, and you, and like you said, you've been, you know, on a couple teams here in Georgia where it's like you you were right there. They were always, you're always in arm's reach of it. Right. But something always kind of happened and got your arm pulled back. But now you finally can stretch out and grab it. Right. And then bring it home. And then, you know, like, so talk about your transitioning into, you know, picking Northwestern and, and why was that, why you feel that was the best fit for you? Um, I just feel like that was a great school for me to take my talents to because it's just, First of all, it's a great academic school. The academic prowess is, is crazy. But at the same time, you know, I felt like Coach Chris Collins could really help me expand my game. Coach BJ, Brian James, uh, Emmanuel Duty, um, James Borovich, you know, Jashawn Cobb, he's from here. So it's like, I really felt like if I took my, like, I could go there and really become what I wanted to be. And at the same time, it's in the Big Ten. And the Big Ten is it's one of the best conferences basketball, in America. Yeah. So it was just like, you know, I really felt like if I go there and I play with my team and we have a great run, you know, we'll, we'll, I'll be fine. I'll be able to do and 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 fulfill my dreams. And that's what I just, that's the whole thing I was thinking about when I made my decision to go to college. And talk about how was it for you when you first kind of stepped up there for that summer and you went up there for the summer and kind of start working out with the summer workouts with the guys and just talk about how that was for you. So for me, it was more like, time management right. really really figuring out how to manage my time correctly because here you know in georgia we were winning so much <laughs> and we were doing so much good it's just like you know people didn't want to overwork us so we wouldn't really have to like you know i could get to a workout but it wasn't like really like right be here at this time da -da -da. like we'll just get there and we'll like we'll have a good workout don't get me wrong but at the same time, it wasn't really, like, so strict. Yeah. 
and now when I got to um when I when I got to college, it, it's just more like do, be on do, time, do, yep. be here, do this, do, <laughs> and it's like you just got to get used to it. But at the same time, you have a lot of time to do stuff on your own. Yeah. And basically, at that point, you're grown, so you yeah. just have to learn how to manage your time. You got to learn how to do what you need to do when you need to do it and not procrastinate because procrastination is a big thing in college is you procrastinate you just you keep let, piling up and piling up it, yeah if you let it pile up it's gonna pile up it's not gonna stop exactly. so gonna yeah that's the, that's the biggest adjustment I had to make just managing my time correctly and really making sure that I'm on top of my stuff and, and I remember asking you this, uh, you know, as you got ready to go up there, and I, are you ready for those winners? You know, is this all fine and dandy up there now? But the, look, those winners are coming. I don't even know. If <laughs> Especially I'm being a Florida guy, you know, and you know, here in Florida and Georgia, so the coldest, the coldest <laughs> weather I've experienced is, is Boston. Boston. Oh yeah, Matt, to, that's uh, right. Hoopal. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's the coldest. Weather and I remember, remember your dream year, y'all was at flying to the hoop in Ohio. Mm-hmm. Remember it snowed that. You, used to. That's the only thing, man. That's the only thing I'm up like. Because I have a friend friend of mine up there in Illinois, and we visit a couple times. But we went we went during the spring, and it was windy up there then. Yeah. You know, being out there on you know close, on Lake Michigan and stuff. Yeah, so I'm not ready for that. Yeah, that's what I said. I, I told him I, I won't go up there and visit him in the wintertime like that. Nah, I'll keep it in the spring, a little summertime. They don't, they don't say cold. When they say polar. Polar <laughs> vortex. <laughs> vortex. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, people just, like, people up there say, oh, yeah, we got polar vortex. Like, Polar Wait. vortex. Exactly. Like what? Hold on. <laughs> what? That just sounds cold. That sounds like cold. Like exactly. Like do I need to come outside? Don't lick your lips if you go outside. Exactly. You lick your lips, your lips gonna fall off. Exactly. And uh, and uh, I know you guys went on a Italy tour. Mm-hmm. And what was it? Just Italy or? It was um, France and Italy. France and Italy. Talk about that experience and being able to see the other side of the world. Oh man, uh, the culture. Cause I ain't gonna lie, I was, I was jealous. I was watching you guys Instagram. I was like, yeah. man, this, that's so cool. You know, you guys with Eiffel Tower, Facts. and and I was just like, wow, that that's kind of be cool. But just yeah, just my bad to cut you off. But I'm talking about cool. that that experience. Oh no, it was great, man. It was just great to like experience a different culture, you know, because it's very it's it's there's similarities with America, but there's a lot of differences too. Mm-hmm. It's just a language barrier as well, like learning little phrases to be able to communicate speak, with people. Yeah. Um, they already know you're a tourist because you're right, tall and right, you guys yeah. are all off with the team colors and everything. Like, oh, who are oh, these yeah, guys? They know, they know and they'll think you're like a celebrity from somewhere. So, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, I, I use that to my advantage too. <laughs> just because, like, when you say you're a basketball player, like, they, they like that. And, like, the people over there, they're very, like, light and, you know, they love seeing other, like, athletes and just, like, we met this one guy. And he was just so happy to see, like, tall basketball players. So he started singing with us. And we started singing, singing with him because right. we knew exactly what, what the song was. Like, you right. know the songs. You don't know the name. Right, right. But, but you, you know the cadence. Yeah, you uh-huh. just know it. So, like, we started singing with him. It was a it was a, a French song, too. Wow. Like, we were singing it with him. And it was, like, it was just a, a, such a cool experience to take in, especially with the group of people we did it with, you know. Like, I feel like everybody had a great time. It was just awesome. And y'all was over there for how long? A week and a half. That was about so, say about a week and a half. So from August 18th to August 29th. Okay. Yeah, it was it was great, man. And then Rome, Rome was different. Just seeing all the uh, ruins mm-hmm. of ancient civilizations, yeah. it was crazy. Like just to think about, it, like you've read about it in a history book, but, but you actually see it with your own, with your own yeah. eyes and touch it. It's yeah. like whoa, like this that's culture different. shock. Yeah. So it was really. It was really like just awesome to take in. As far as the games, how many games did you guys play over we there? We played four. Four games. How did you? How did you feel about playing with what? Those were pro yeah, teams pro over teams. there. Yeah. yeah. How did? How was that? And you know, being you know a freshman in college and kind of going transitioning in. I know that guys help you get ready for the season because you mm-hmm. get an extra you know a little practice time together right. and stuff like that to build your chemistry early. Mm-hmm. But just talk about how it was for you personally. You know, going kind of really jumping into the already going into the college game so how was that for you um it was it was great you know just uh being able to see how coach collins coaches and, and what he expects even and even assistant coaches as well just seeing what they expect just filling out my teammates games and, and learning their games so that i can be in the best position for them 
if we're trying to make a play, like if if Ryan Greer or Boo Booey, those are two point guards, try to dribble in and pass the ball, to me, I have to be in the perfect spot for them and just learning everybody's games mm-hmm. and learning how to how we can best like compliment each compliment other. each yeah. other, you know, and how we can best like feed off each other and make each other look great. So that's that's what I really like try to take advantage of of the time when we were playing together, just really learning everybody's game and, and even my learning my own game right. on that different pace right. and a different scale of basketball, just learning how to really slow the game down in my head and and play great, you know. So that's what And so when when you when do you go back to kind of currently you're not you're what on break because uh-huh. it's they're not traditional. I know, yeah, it's, it, a, it's a quarters quarter system, right. It's the yeah. quarter system instead of semester system. So right. you guys go back when I go back on Sunday. So Sunday, fifteenth September, fifteenth. So you so September what? So the sixteenth is what? Ain't that Monday? Monday, yeah. So, so I that's when school starts. We start orientation. Orientation, stuff. okay. And then the next Monday. We start school. Okay, so that whole week. So basically, that whole week is just getting used to being up there mm-hmm. and then only teach. Okay, that's cool. And um, like, what are you looking for as far as that goes from uh, you know the college aspect of uh, being essentially being you know up there in a whole another state, yeah, far from home, a cold state. Once <laughs> November. Well, I heard my my friend same friend that told you about earlier. He said it started getting cold like October. I was like, boy, see, yeah. look. <laughs> yeah, it gets a little chilly at night. Not now, but right. it, it gets around like the 60s, yeah. high 60s at night. And it's windy, so right. it feels like 64, 63. <laughs> but it's like it's nice, though, to be right. able to wear a hoodie at night and then right. be able to wear a tank top during the day. Right. So right now it's perfect. The weather's perfect. But I know it's going to get colder. <laughs> but, you know, um, I experienced, you know, some of the, uh, some of the classes. I took mm-hmm. two classes during the summer. But the summer is nowhere nowhere near. As I was saying, because everybody will be. Fall yeah. And, so I'm really excited to experience like a full college campus yeah. rather than just you know just the athletes and just summer classes and working yeah. out and stuff. So, you know, I'm excited to see what it's gonna be like. I feel like it's gonna be a little different because we have more people right on the campus. But at the same time, it might there it might be the same in terms of like just time management and managing my right. class because classes will be shorter. Yeah. It won't be longer. Because you know we had to cram everything into six weeks. Yeah, that's right. It'd be on those those uh, short semester types when it comes to. uh, Well, it'd be like six weeks. I remember I had one when I was in college for a summer class. I had a four week one, Mm -hmm. and we met every day. So we literally would do like a chapter every two days. Yeah. And then like the week we would do all those chapters. We went over. We did the test Mm -hmm. for all that. So you had to cram more of not even really learning the materials. Just like. Yeah. But you can, you know, hurry up and, you know, put in your brain and just to remember. So, like, nice. I know how it goes with those, you in know, four or six of, weeks. Yeah, in terms of college classes, college classes during the summer, I feel like fall will be easier. Yeah. Because the classes are shorter and you can really, like, spread, manage yeah. your time and spread out your work yeah. differently than you would. Because in, in summer classes, you got to get that junk done fast. Yeah, yeah. It was the you got to get it done. You can't procrastinate. Like, you got the weekend, but the weekend you're going to want to relax. So, you got to mm-hmm. get it done during the week. So. And I used to laugh when uh, when I was in college. It was always those Sunday nights. Yeah. Those Sunday nights you try to hurry up. At 10 o'clock, you'd be like, all right, let me do this paper. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, you can leave your laptop open and walk by a million times right. in the room. You'd be like, all right, I guess I'll sit down. Right. <laughs> I guess I'll sit down and start right. typing. And then I remember I used to do the type a little bit and walk away from it, mm-hmm. come back and do a little bit more. That's exactly what I did. <laughs> Oh, that's why I used to laugh, and I remember we used to uh, we used to always do stupid little stuff like we used to have a flashcard system, mm-hmm. and that's how we would just write everything out on flashcards. And it was the other court or Courtney. We we went to the same college, and uh, so I used to be like, I used to knock on his room. I'd be like, hey, so we, you gonna help me study? He's like, bro, I already got the flashcards ready. Right? Like, All right, let's go. And so we would sit there and do the and do the flashcards. But yeah, so. I meant to ask this before we even got into it. What, what's going to be your major? Um, psychology. Psychology. I, I remember you, I saw an interview a while back with uh, SUV TV, and you mm-hmm. talked about that was one of kind of the, the things. And uh, what, what would be your minor, or do you do you guys have to have a minor? Uh, well, I want a minor in communications, gotcha. so I can hey, like, spread it out. Yeah. Hey, uh, that's me a communications guy, right. so that's good. And, and like I said, I know you talked about that. And, man, just what are some of your, you know, basketball expectations coming up for this your freshman season at Northwestern um you know to be honest I really don't have any expectation I have like a few goals Mm -hmm. but I don't really have expectations for myself because I haven't experienced it yet right so I just really 
for me right now, it's just really focusing on playing hard. Mm -hmm. um, just making sure I'm I'm making the coaches happy, like earning playing, your playing time, playing hard, yeah. making making the coaches happy, like producing, making making sure I'm producing and, and contributing to the team as much as I can. And I feel like it's just trying to do my best. And if right. I feel like I do my best, I feel like everything can take care of itself. So once I get into um, like actually practicing with them, you know, I set like specific goals, like what I feel like I need to do every game and stuff, you know. What are some of the? I mean, you just referred it to, but what are some of the, the goals you have starting out? So start starting out, I feel like you know, just at the glass, every rebound should be mine. Right. So not even a set number, just every rebound, every rebound I can put my hands on, every right. rebound I tip, it should be mine. I should grab it. So I like that. So every rebound, because you get on that glass, you can get to the league. So. <laughs> What 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 can I say? All right, boardman gets paid. Boardman gets, <laughs> gets paid. So it's like I grab them boards and and I get, and the thing is, even if I get offensive boards, that'll give me like ten oh, points. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. then I'm skilled enough to make a turnaround jumper or yeah. post up and make a jump hook yeah. or catch the ball and shoot a three. So it's just like, I feel like a lot of stuff that that I'm focused on, it is like take care of itself. I really yeah. work at it and really push myself to become a focus in. Yeah, just a focused player, focused and detailed player. I feel and like especially, I see your game translating well in the right. NBA because you're what the what they say on two K the the stretch big stretch that one, can, yeah. yeah that can you know screen and rebound it can knock down the open jump shot open and jump shots, yeah. and this new NBA the pick and roll NBA that's you know what they're looking for right if you yeah. can defend the pick and roll you can screen and roll and hit your you know your jump shot and you can step out you have a three point shot right. so you can step out and you know, shoot that as well. So, like I said, I definitely see your game translating well and, um, you know, into the NBA level. So, mm -hmm. let me ask you this. Where are some of the outside, you know, colleges that you're looking forward to playing at? Because you said you'll be in the Big Ten. So, I know there's some legendary courts that you'll be stepping on to. Where are some of the places you'll be looking forward to playing at? I'm super excited to play against Indiana. I, I was one that's first one I was thinking. So happy! To, I'm like I'm really excited to play against them. I feel like that game is gonna be like turnt. Like yeah, that's a, one of the. And I played against a. I played in a lot of turnt environments, but right. I feel like that game is just gonna be like something brand new. So right. like I'm really excited to play against them. Um, I'm really excited to play against Purdue as well. That's what I was about to say. Yeah, like those are the two teams. Um. Michigan. I look. I was about to say, what about Michigan, Michigan and Michigan State? Michigan and Michigan State. Yeah. Yeah, I'm excited to play against them. Yeah, just to be in those atmospheres. Yeah, that's and a, that's to a play. few teams I'm, I'm ready to. I'm ready to play against them and really yeah. like, you know, see what it's all about. And it's gonna feel, be, the, feel the intensity. It's gonna be real. And I, uh, what's the uh, other place I think of? Ohio State. Ohio State is gonna be. That's another uh, another place to play at because I'm trying to think. I know. I said I was gonna try to start doing at least get to two to three. Two to three, maybe four mm -hmm. college arenas. Because um, I used to want to go to all the NBA arenas. That was one of my goals. But I'm going to try to get to more college mm -hmm. arenas coming up. Just build so, it up. Yeah, build up the resume. Say where I've been because I always wanted to, to get around. I've been to a lot of the ones in the Southeast. Mm -hmm. But I want to get out to, to go some other places. But, yeah, I know you're going to have a you're gonna have an interesting career. And, uh, you know, this isn't this is the end. So, you know, we wish nice. – you know, I wish you the best of luck, you know, appreciate going you, forward, man. coming up. And I, like I said, again, I appreciate, you know, your time. You need to let me have the time with you to, you know, sit down and be a part of the second episode of the What The Hoops podcast. I should have been plugging the podcast in throughout the thing, but I'm still, you know, getting started with it. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I like I said, Jared, again, I, I, it was been, it's been fun to, you know, cover your career, you know, being here in Georgia. And, and we thank you for allowing us, you and your family, you know, for allowing us to, be able to cover you, um, you know, on behalf of, you know, OST 24-7. Uh, we just, you know, we appreciate you for, you know, allowing us to, you know, you open up to us and, and we were allowed to, you know, cover you guys for the, for, sure. for, the uh, uh, for your basketball career here in Georgia. And so before I end, I always, I got a top five. That's what, I, that's how I always end the podcast. So top five. So for you, I need, give me your top five basketball games you've played in and since I, I didn't play but I you know I love basketball I'll talk about the I give my top five games that I've ever been to like high school mm -hmm. games right so give me your top five high school games in no order mm -hmm. no order just give me your top five games you've played in 
and I'll give you my top five games that I've actually like seen in person okay. and been in the gym. Um, my top five, so, like throughout my whole high school career, whole high school career. It could even be rec ball game. It is just your best, your favorite games you've played in. Um, favorite games. Okay, so one of the games, of course, Holy Spirit was when playing against Ant Man. That was a great game to play. It was. It was so crazy. Like, <laughs> like we we literally only had standing room in the gym. It literally at home. So especially at home, that that was a great game. Yes. Um, McKeecher in the North Cross senior year. Senior year. That's that was too. that was a turn game because it was so, like the tables were turning so much. Like, right. Would we be up? They'd be up. We'd be up. They. It was a great. No game. league. No league got more than six points. Right. That was crazy. Um, and then the the Buford. Arena, arena. It was, was standing filled. room. Yeah, it was standing room up top. Uh, I remember doing a pan shot of everybody standing, you know, on the little balcony or whatever right. around, and and everybody was, you know, packed, and that mm-hmm. was so. That's two. It's two. Um, what's the third one? Um, the Pebblebrook IMG game, of course. Who's giving? Yeah, who's giving game? Um, fourth one. What's the fourth one? Emotep. Um, championship of, not the. Not the cancer research one, but City the of City of Palms championship. Okay. City of Palms that was a great game. That was that was a different kind of game. Um, my last game, my last turn turn game. <laughs> Let me think. It's a lot of it was a lot of turn games. I'm trying to think of the last like right. most turn game. Mm. Man. There's so much. There's I'll so throw one much. out for you. I didn't go to it. Uh, I didn't go to it, but I'll throw it out there. Mm-hmm. What about Senior Night? Hillgrove. Senior, senior Night was turned, but it I was. Gotcha. It was like one of those home turn games. Gotcha, like, gotcha, gotcha. Oh, okay. Shout out, shout out Mountain. Yep. Shout out Mountain was the last. Okay. The, yeah, shout out Mountain, the last one I'm going to say. Because, Bassmaster at Bassmaster Classic? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, Bass Pro, yeah, Bass Pro, yeah. Bass Pro. I always call it Bassmaster Classic, yeah. but Bass Pro. Yeah, it was. Where was that? St. Louis um, or yeah, Missouri? Missouri, yeah. Missouri, okay. Missouri. Yeah, it was. That, that, that the game was turned because it was like so much people in the gym. Like when they turn off the lights, everybody would turn on their phone. Like, ah. And it was like, um, it was almost like you're looking into the sky when Uh-oh. you look at the uh, when you look at the, the stand. So it was just like, yeah, man, we got the atmosphere is crazy. Yeah. So you know, I was I was really excited to play playing that game. That was a turn game. So that was my five. So you got, we'll recap it. So you got Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit. versus McKeatron senior year. Mm-hmm. Uh, IMG versus uh, Pebblebrook, Brook. Hoops Given, sophomore year. Mm-hmm. McKeatron Norcross, senior, senior year. year. Uh, I'm a uh, City of Palms championship game. Right. And then Shadow Mountain, McKeatron mm-hmm. at Bass Master. I mean, yeah. Bass Pro. Yeah. Okay, I like that's that's a that's a great that's yeah that's a that's a good five games to be playing in. Facts. That, that that's a great five games to play in. So so I give you know, so my top five of games that I've been you know like a fan of and been sitting in high school games. Uh, one and I'll give you a backstory on on a couple of the games. Uh, there's no order. One game. Um, uh, I'll tell you the backstory on this one. I I got I still have the videotape to this day. So we were, this is, I, I'm from Douglas County, mm-hmm. um, down the street. So um, there's this guy named Herbie Baines. And mm-hmm. I talked about this on the other podcast. This man had nine dunks against Dang. our high school. And it was crazy. Like the ninth dunk, he caught a breakaway. Threw it off the backboard to himself. Caught it right hand, tomahawked it, dunked it in the goal. Oof. Everybody go, at this point, the Douglas County fans are cheering for him because mm. he literally took he literally took over the game. Sheesh. So that that was that was one of them, you know, being a part of that crowd, and that was one. And the second one was my freshman year at Douglas County, mm-hmm. and I'm dating my age right here when I kind of start telling the players that was playing. It was my freshman year at Douglas County, and Douglas County was actually playing mm-hmm. McEachern, and Josh Smith was playing for McEachern at this Ooh. time. And he literally dunked on our starting five. And the reason why I say he dunked on our starting five was because 
the fifth guy was running underneath the goal, and the ball hit him in the back of the head. Oh, so we man. counted that <laughs> as dunking on the starting five. So after that, you know, of course, Josh Smith goes on to Oak Hill and mm-hmm. goes on to the NBA, and that was the second uh, second game. Third game was we played Marietta at the time, trying to relate it to the, some of the schools that you played right. against. So Douglas County played Marietta, and at this time, Patrick Ewan Jr. was on the team. Oof. And uh, Dell Ellis, Dell Ellis' son, Chris Ellis, was right. on the team as well. And 11 Alive News came out, Fox 5 came out, they all came to Douglas County. And it was a sellout game. Like you said, everybody's sitting, you know, shoulder to shoulder, knee to knee, legs all squished up to each other. And they had to turn people away because it was uh, it was packed uh, and, you know, you couldn't get in. And, and we beat we beat Marietta and got lucky and we won on our home, tor- uh, home turf and, and beat them. And that game was crazy because everybody was talking about it. But I just remember Chris Ellis dunking and he had the whole goal just... Shaking just like this, everybody's like, "Oh my god!" Because we ain't never seen nothing like that, and, right. and like all the hype came, and like said, everybody was coming. And then uh, I'm trying to remember. So that's what that's three. Yeah. Fourth game, definitely. I have to say, IMG and y'all and Pebble Brook. That right. atmosphere different was <laughs> like it when you know how some high school games don't live up to the hype. Like you know, yeah. so you be like. Uh, all right, it kind of tail down like after tip off, it just it just die down. Right, that game lived up to the hype from beginning to end, it and did. you know, of course, the Colin effect. He talking junk. He trying to get Trey, Trey to talk junk. And Trey was like, "No, I'm just gonna play." Yeah, yeah. was like, "I'm gonna play my game." You know, I'm gonna you know distribute it. Colin like, "I'm still gonna come at your head. Right. I'm gonna come at your neck." And um, I definitely have to say that one as well. And I want to put Holy Spirit in there, but I'm going to leave them out just because I'd say the Norcross game, your junior year, that atmosphere. Oh, yeah, that was, that was like that was anticipated. That was wicked. <laughs> like that was that was just, you know, anticip- well anticipated. And right. people got I remember I was already at the school at like 430. Mm-hmm. I didn't. I didn't play no games. I remember that's that's why it was so many people there for the girls' game was because everybody the, was the there. game after <laughs> was there for the game after. So I, I would definitely put them in there. So that was that. Right. Was that one, two, three, four? Mm-hmm. I got one more. Dang, who would be my fifth one? This is the other one. I'll go back to one from uh, from where we went to school. It was uh, it was Douglas County. Uh, versus our rival, um, Lithia Springs. Right. We uh, it was at our it was at our gym. It was my senior year, and we was getting ready. It was always a big game. It's like the Hillgrove game for you guys. You know, it's cross town folks always. You know, talking junk. Right. You see him, you like, man. You know, we gonna whoop y'all. Da, 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 da. You don't even play on the basketball team, but you know, you, you got folks only play on the basketball team, talking junk for their school right. and talking junk for the guys that they know. So. That game was crazy, and that game came down to a wire. Kid named Travis Floyd, left-handed point guard. He came down, three seconds left. He hit a three-pointer from the volleyball line. Mm. Cash money. Shut all of us up in the crowd. We were all like, sheesh. And then I remember the next day going back to school. I think uh, the next weekend, coming back that Monday, everybody walked to the spot where he hit the three-pointer and was like, bruh. And then I remember the coach being mad and and, and to go back with the guy having the non-dunks. I had the basketball coach for team sports for the PE class, and when I tell you he was he was he was so salty that next day because they played on like a Tuesday, and so Wednesday we go to class. He literally was like, "Here go the balls." Just he, we, everybody like, "You good, coach?" He's like, he just shook his head like, "Man, here go the ball." He was so hurt because he had never got you know embarrassed like that. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, those would be um, my top five right. of the games that uh, that we've covered that I've been able to like see with my own two eyes and actually, you know, be in the atmosphere and, and be a part of, but yeah, again, I think that'll wrap it up for us. Um, for me on my end. And, and again, like I said, we, we appreciate you for, I appreciate y'all, man. for letting, you know, us, you know, do the podcast and thank you for being a one and willing to be on the second episode. And, and again, we wish you nothing but the best of luck and, for sure. and, and any other final words from, from you. I mean, I just appreciate y'all coming, be on this podcast, man. You know, I'm looking to do big things in college, so watch out. 
man, listen, I'm going to be bugging your dad. I'm going to be, you know, looking on ESPN. <laughs> I am already went on Bleacher Report, got uh, Northwestern click checks. So I get all the Sad. notifications for the basketball team. Um, so I, I'm excited. I can't wait to see those box scores and, sure. and you know, and see, uh, you know, how you guys did. And I hope, do you guys have a YouTube uh, uh, like a Northwestern YouTube, you know, I like Duke. Duke got their YouTube channel. Kentucky mm-hmm. has theirs, and I think um, I think we're more. I think we're bigger on like Twitter, Twitter, and, um, yeah. Okay. Instagram. Yeah, I already follow uh, yeah. follow you guys on there, so I was wondering if you guys mm-hmm. had like a YouTube. But I definitely keep on, you know, watching. And we got you got a fan from a distance. For sure, got got you a fan from a distance, and and again, we we appreciate you guys, and that will wrap up. Uh, the second episode of the What the Who's podcast, man. Y'all, please, you know, keep keep looking out for us and keep listening. And we're going to have more guests and, and we're going to try to keep this thing going and we try to make some fun out of it. So, again, this has been the second episode of the What the Who's podcast. Thank you again, Jared Jones, for being a part of the podcast. And that is it. <laughs>